Are you finding it difficult to stand out from the pack in your marketplace? And have you figured out exactly how you can differentiate yourself in the market? If you want to know all the secrets and how to do so, then tune into today's episode because it is the one for you. In today's show, I'm going to be talking all around my strategies to help you stand out to not only become a legitimate option in your marketplace, but the option. And welcome to episode five of the Build Your Best Life podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Storer. I'm a sales coach and a hardworking real estate agent. It's my mantra to build your best life and I'm doing exactly this. And throughout this podcast series, you'll learn how you can grow your GCI, your revenue and your profit by implementing tried and tested systems and structures. You'll learn how you can grow and build your own EBU team and agencies and how you can truly harness your real estate career to provide you with the wealth and the freedom that you've always dreamt of. So if this is the life that you want to live, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you get notified every Tuesday when episodes go live. Being a legitimate option in your marketplace, it sounds easy, right? But this is not always the case if you're working in a highly competitive market or one that has been tightly held by career agents. So today I'm gonna to be breaking it down on how you can smash those glass ceilings, knock down those doors and quite simply get more listings, more sales, have more happy clients and have more money in the bank. There are three components to becoming the option and the agent of choice in your marketplace. Number one, build a celebrity profile. Number two, have rockstar marketing that's going to attract buyers and then deliver exceptional open homes, private inspections and showings to them. And number three, when you sell the property, ensure that you have exceptional outcomes and over-service your buyers and your sellers. Let's break this down. Point number one, let's build a celebrity profile. Essentially, what we want to do is we want to build an attraction business with buyers and sellers coming directly through to us. And we then want to put this in overdrive by building our own referral network and referral economy. But a bit more on this a little later on. It's time and the time is now to dominate the market and the neighborhood both digitally and physically. Now, this is a topic I speak a lot about and there are plenty of free resources with my content. If you haven't already listened to last week's podcast, then I suggest you go and do so because it is on this topic. It's about building a celebrity profile. I've also just re-released a webinar series that I conducted, which is all on building a celebrity profile, listing presentations and on social media. Now, the, each one of these webinars is about an hour long and there's so much content jam-packed into that. So if you want that freebie, if you want that resource, go to sherrystora.com forward slash webinar series. But look, I want to give you some additional um, points here on building a celebrity profile. And first up, I want to talk old school. I want to talk about signboards. And signboards mean more awareness of you and your agency. And quite simply, what they do is signboards tell the neighbourhood the whole story that your neighbours, even in a competitive market, see you as their agent of choice. There's a reason why they chose you. They saw you as the best option. And a side note here on signboards, you know, think about how your signboards are being presented in the marketplace. You know, what is their size like? Are they too big or too small? And how easy is it to read them when you're driving by? You know, sometimes it might be better to have a plain signboard that clearly shows your name than a photo signboard that might get lost along, along the, the drive-by. So seriously have a think about that presentation of the signboard. Moving back on track, let's talk about letterbox drops. And they really do work. 
This is all around leveraging your listings and sales. And if you do so correctly, you'll be sending out five quality letters with valuable information in your own tone of voice that truly is time sensitive. Talking about the letterbox, we also want to be dropping DLs or direct mail. And you know, if you don't have a direct mail annual campaign, this could be the perfect time to be implementing one. Over the years, we have seen a move away from DLs thanks to social media and environmental concerns. But it's time to rethink this. Right now, people are at home and thanks to COVID, you know, going and putting out the bin or checking the mailbox is now an exciting outing. So you then have a captured audience. So these DLs, you know, you can, you can make sure that they are environmentally friendly and, and printed in a sustainable way, but the content is very, very important. And there's so many different things that you can include in your annual campaign. It can be seasonal, talking around, you know, the best times to sell, springtime, end of year, beginning of the year. They can be very much slanted towards the local orientation of your marketplace. You can give historical information, you know, what's happening in the local area, local festivals, sporting clubs. Um, my hometown of Townsville, we absolutely love the Cowboys Rugby League Club. So when they are out in force, when the, the season is about to start or if they're in a grand final, I mean, this is a really cool DL to kind of put out there. You know, the DLs can also be about you. They can be results orientated in terms of your, your successes. And, you know, there can be some testimonials on there. These DLs can also be informational with changes in terms of what's happening uh, with legislation and various other, you know, government kind of changes. But it is this consistent messaging that tells the marketplace that you are here, that you are solid, and it will keep you top of their mind. We want to make the calls, the calls around our listings, and we want to call our database. And the purpose of this call is to be informative. We want to let them know about the property listing and we want to be of service in this particular phone call. We want to invite them to the open home, to the auctions and to the online virtual tours. The timing is incredibly important here. We want to let them know about the listing before the signboard goes up. The concept behind this phone call is we're coming to them from a service point of view. We want to let them know that there might be a little bit more traffic in their street or that during COVID, we're going to be practicing, you know, social distancing laws. And we're going to be making sure that we're keeping everyone really safe um, during this time to get the right result for, um, for their neighbours, but also for the neighbourhood. And again, remember that this is not a prospecting call, but it's about servicing people. And we're doing all of these things because we want to get called into more listing presentations. And chances are, because we're now going to be out in the marketplace a lot more, we're going to be getting called into these listing presentations where we don't currently have a relationship with these potential sellers. So we're going to need to work even harder to win them over. So once you do get called into that listing presentation, you need to be on your game. You need to know and to demonstrate that without a shadow of a doubt, you are the absolute agent of choice. You need to have the right pre-listing strategy, the right pre-list and listing kits, an elevator pitch that is concise and sells your services as an agent, an exceptional listing presentation and selling strategy, and you need to demonstrate a number of closes that will confirm without a shadow of a doubt that you are the only agent for them and for the sale of their property. And if you do not feel like this is you, and if you don't feel that you are confident and the best agent for the job in the marketplace, quite simply, it's time to level up. And there is no time like right now in the present. So let's move on to point number two, because essentially 
once we've done all of this work in terms of attracting clients to get more listing presentations and then get more listings, we need to make sure that we have exceptional and rockstar marketing to attract those buyers. And then we need to deliver exceptional open homes and private inspections. Now, one of the biggest reasons sellers choose an agent based on fee is that they don't really see the differences between the services of agents. So I now ask you, how are you operating in your marketplace? What is your marketing point of difference? How do your properties stand out when compared to other agents? It might be time to do an analysis and see what your competitors are doing and then you may need to pivot. You may need to offer something a little bit different. It could be social media campaigns, off-market campaigns, your newsletter or your database. It could be daylight photography if everybody else is doing twilight. And if you are already offering videos and virtual tours, then let's face it, thanks to COVID, these guys here are here to stay. So if you're not doing it, it now needs to be a non-negotiable. This will be forever in our budgets moving forward. So, you know, pop them in there, do it stat, because this is now going to be here forevermore. But there are so many other cool products out there where people can put their own virtual furniture, the sizing of their own furniture, make colour scheme changes and so much more to really help them personalise their own buyer's experiences. It could also be lead capture pages for each individual property, a media release or a VIP launch party. But it could be, again, going back to basics, print advertising, whether you're in a larger city or a more regional area. And a number of my agents who advertise in their free community newspapers have had huge success, not only with their sale of their properties, but with becoming a more recognised agent in the area. Now, not only are these newspapers generally free, but usually they're delivered to every single door in the city or neighbourhood, and they are the cheapest and most cost-effective DL that you will ever find and use. So a little off track here, but whilst we're talking about exceptional marketing, I think it's really important to talk about property copy. And a number of agents that I still see today, you know, writing the copy, I must admit it absolutely astounds me because not only are there more qualified and people out there, namely copywriters, that are fantastic at making beautiful word pictures that really come to life when we're reading them. They jump off the page and they create that emotional connection with buyers. Now, these kind of you know, copywriters, they're usually fairly cost effective. And, you know, they, I guess that furthermore, it really does free up your time to then make more calls and to do more dollar productive activities, which are then in turn going to help you actually sell the property. Finally, talking about VPA, I think it would be remiss of me if I didn't mention, it's fine to be talking about all of these things, but if a seller doesn't have any money to pay for them, then let's face it, it's all at a loss. Now, I've seen so many agencies and it's still, you know, it, it, my mind boggles that we are covering the cost of our sellers um, right up until settlement in terms of their marketing funds. And I think that, you know, today we need to think differently because it is not our responsibility for their marketing and we no longer need to bankroll this. And, you know, there are so many different VPA finance companies out there that can help with marketing, that can help with the cost of renovations. As you all know, you know, I am very, very, I have a beautiful relationship with List Ready. I think that they are really the only choice when it comes to this. But I think if you're not doing this, quite simply, it is a bad business practice. And, you know, it is very, very, it's very risky in today's economic climate. So it makes sense to let somebody else who specialises in this take the burden away from you. 
This will also help you overcome the objections. It will help you get that marketing funds and move forward in terms of listing their property with the right kind of tools and advertising campaign. So styling in a property, this works in all markets, whether it be virtual or physically installed. You need to really ensure here, and again, this is very important, that not the same styling of furniture package is offered you know, throughout all agents in your marketplace. So you need to make sure that when you are photographing properties, that it doesn't look like the same as the one down the road or the one that sold two months ago. So there needs to be a slightly very variation when it comes to style. So take that into account. And the reason why we are marketing all of these properties in such a beautiful way is because we want to bring in the buyers. And you know, when they get, when they then are coming in, you need to be on your A game. And we need to have exceptional open homes. We need to have exceptional private inspections and showing. At this point, it's not about being an information giver. We need to now provide them with more information than what they can find online. We need to give them the story of the home, the reason for the sale, and you know, do everything we can to empower them to create that emotional connection between them and the home. I also love at open homes and inspections, having my own signature scent. So it doesn't matter which property of mine that you walk into, it always smells a particular way. Something really small, but something really beautiful. And you know, on those showings, it's important to show the property in its best possible light. So you know, not only in terms of its presentation, but also the timing. So you need to take into account sunlight, but also flight paths and so forth too. All right, let's move on. We have now listed properties, we have sold the properties. And what we want to do is we want to really, you know, over service our buyers and our sellers. So we need to do the basics, we need to follow people up, we need to overcome objections, we need to ask for the sale, and we need to ask for more money. Anything we possibly can do to get the deal done. But we need to do it in a way that really creates that win win for everybody. And then we go above and beyond. We need to make written recommendations for auxiliary services. What I'm talking about here is the building and pest inspectors, removalists, gardeners. You know, how often do you really contact your buyers and sellers in between agreement and contact signing and settlement? And what do you do on settlement? What do you do to make them feel really special? Do you have a doorbell on the property? Do you give them a personalised drawing or a book with photos of the home? Or do you just hand them a bottle of alcohol? Do you make the first night really special? Do you have a welcome home pack or dinner delivered? You know, are you throwing them a mini party? What is it that you're doing to make them feel really special? Settlement, it truly is the last impression that you will most likely have and that they will have of you. And as the saying goes, people remember how you made them feel. So acknowledge this sale as a milestone because this is what pretty much it is for everybody. And whether it be their new home or another investment property, this is a stepping stone for them. And I think so many different industries and businesses do this beautifully. Um, car yards and, and car dealerships are, are one of them. You know, you go and buy a new, a new car and you walk into the showroom to pick it up and there's, it's always underneath a curtain and there's a big, beautiful bow and they've got a sign, you know, personally congratulating you. Hairdressers, they do it every single time you have a haircut. You're walking out and every single hairdresser is telling you how fabulous you look. And it's true, we love it. So very, very important that these other industries are getting it. We need to get it as well. This is our last chance to make you know, them see you as their agent for life and an opportunity for them to become your silent salespeople out there edifying you to the marketplace, you know, championing you, bringing back leads of people who are wanting to buy and sell. And this is the outcome that we want as it's all about prospecting less. 
I also want to question you in terms of what you do to keep in regular contact with your clients over that course of settlement, because this is the biggest opportunity that I see for agents right now. When I start working one-on-one -on -one with an agent, typically I conduct a due diligence on their business. And this is always a common fail. You know, they're really good at doing the transactions of the sale of the property, but then they forget about the people. And so the contact sort of drops off. And this is where we always hear of agents needing to prospect and find more sellers. But if the people who you have already done business with have an ongoing relationship with you, they will most likely continue to use you and hopefully bringing people back, you know, um, to you to list and sell their homes for. And here's an interesting stat that the National American Relatives Association said. In fact, they said that 80% of sellers, whilst happy with their agent, don't actually end up using them again. So there is an amazing opportunity for us in this marketplace. Now, once we've settled the property, it's really important that we do call the neighbourhood and keep them posted with the outcome right through from contract through to settlement. And it's then at this settlement call that we are able to then prospect and ask them if they know of anyone who's looking to buy or sell in the area. So step one is that you may wanna be the option in your marketplace. Once you've done this, you then wanna dominate the market and become the option in this marketplace. And then you want to develop an agent for life mentality where your clients are not burned and churned, but have a relationship with you and are feeding you other listings and buyers. The outcome is to prospect less, get called in more, close the business and deliver exceptional outcomes. Next week, I'm going to be interviewing superstar Tony O'Doherty from Bell Property in Balimba. Now, Tony has gone from writing 640k in GCI in a highly competitive market to becoming not just a legitimate option in the area, but the option. Tony was also recently awarded the number one agent for all of Bell Property in Australasia, yet he still remains one of the most genuine and humble agents in the industry. He's one of my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and is going to be sharing with us his story and his rise to number one within an 18 month period. So if you'd like access to the transcripts or any other information that's been shared in today's podcast, you can find it all in one place. You can go to sherrystorer.com forward slash the number five. So if you are keen to build your best life by harnessing your real estate career, implement a proven sales systems and structures, leverage your results, build your own celebrity profile, and learn how you can build your own team and EBU whilst making more profit and working less, then make sure you subscribe and go to this podcast so you get notified every single Tuesday when the episodes go live. Thanks so much for tuning in.